in my mind, a mixture of mean girls and the godfather. We got this black girl, teenage mob boss. She running a whole Ivy League prep school underground ring. And it's a whole lot of bitches jumping shit. <laughs> <laughs> jumping shit. Hey, I'm Lex. Hey, y'all. I'm Sid. And this is the new Chitlin Circuit. We review indie, low budget, and directed TV black films. What we watched this week, Sid? This week? Oh, girl, I'm so excited about it. We tuned into Sella and the Spades, available, I guess, to stream only on Amazon Prime, which we found out today. You cannot actually rent this movie. You only can stream it on Prime. That's a new thing, I guess. I don't know. You foreshadowed this. Go back and listen to the teaser, guys. Sydney said Jeff Bezos is going to get his money. Going to get his money however <laughs> you he said can. that. See, I, don't sue me, though, allegedly. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, we tune into Sella and the Spades. You know, let's, um, you know, just real quick for the listeners, because I know y'all have been sticking with us these past few weeks, and we are going to do things a little bit different this week. It's going to be real fun, all right? We're going to review Sella and the Spades. Very exciting. We're going to give Jeff Bezos his time. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, about halfway through, we're going to switch it up and give y'all a different segment. And, hey, let us know how y'all think about it uh, on the Twitter and the Instagram, but we'll get to all that later. Yeah, Sid? let's do it. All right, I'm going to go through. Cello, and when yeah. did she get her groove back? Exactly. <laughs> when did she get her groove back? Let me start. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to the director and screenwriter for this film, Tyree Chapeau. This is like her first feature. And shout out to Sis. Killed it. Yeah. Uh, a few just kind of recognizable names we have. So, Cella, played by Lovey Simone, who you and I both are familiar with from Greenleaf as mm-hmm. Zora Greenleaf, the series on OWN. Uh, Jarell yeah. Jerome starring as well as her like right hand man Maxie, and then a newcomer Celeste O'Connor, who I found out yesterday is also going to be in the new Ghostbusters movie. So big things for these young actors. Now wait a minute, how many damn ghosts do they need to bust? Didn't they just make one of them? I think they did, but they say it's another one coming out in twenty. Well, I guess twenty twenty one now because ain't nobody filming. So unless yeah, it's already be. been filmed, I don't know. But she gonna be a Ghostbuster. I, I I love that. That's nice. Okay. I mean, uh, well, shout, out to, yeah, shout out to the girls. Uh, let's just go into What's the synopsis? It. Yeah, I want yeah. tell me what's the synopsis. I really want to hear how you would sum this movie up. Yeah, I'll just if I want to be as concise as possible, yeah. this movie is like, in my mind, a mixture of Mean Girls and The Godfather, but it's black. Oh. oh. Right, right. That's okay. That's hook, line, and sink. That's if anyone really knows me, those are two things that have uh, influenced so much of who I am today as a person uh, The Godfather, as well as Mean Girls. Uh, I think I consider myself to be an unfriendly black hottie, as well as someone, um, you know, very interested in organized crime, allegedly. <laughs> you know that is true i sydney i remember i hate to keep bringing this up but i do remember your sopranos phase when we were roommates you wreaked terror on that household <laughs> every single day sydney how are you tony <laughs> i can't believe you your mother your own mother you're gonna talk to me like about a psychiatrist tony i'm your mother your mother, I raised you. You came from my loins. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. Needless anyway. to say, 
<laughs> Back Sydney's to the main big point. into Italian mobs. Love it, love it. And this is this movie is no different. So we uh, were based in like this Ivy League prep school in Pennsylvania somewhere um, called the Hodwell School, and the school is literally run by they call them factions, uh, kind of like I guess the Hunger Games. They're all in factions or something. But anyway, so the five factions, similar to the five crime families of New York. Oh, I didn't. Same I thing. didn't make that connection. You gotta read more up on the mob. I'm not doing that. Okay. Well, anyway, (laughs) so all of these factions run different parts of like the student body. So it's like you have uh, the group who was like the teacher's pets who you pay them to get an A on whatever essay or test is coming up. You have the gambling racket going on. Uh, You have like the party, underground party scene. Those guys are organizing that. And then our, my fave, well, not my fave, but um, who's running running it all. We have the Spades, run by Miss Sella, cue the title, mm-hmm. um, and they're running all the alcohol and illicit drugs through the school. Mm. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, I, I feel like it was, I got excited in the beginning because like the rundown of the factions, it, it, it excited me. I've never yeah. seen Hunger Games. In fact, I missed out on, huh? You, this is a part of our friendship. I didn't know was it you did not see the hunger hmm. let me explain let me explain i feel like you've waited this long to tell me this for a reason i don't know why but, you know. <laughs> this ain't come up i said no. i never all of the teen like ya novels that got moved into being a uh, movie series i uh-huh. never caught on to them and it's because my mama never let me read harry potter because because christianity okay i knew about harry potter but the hunger games yeah. had nothing to do with witchcraft no, I wasn't in it. You had to, in order to read a thousand page book and stuff like that, uh-huh. <laughs> and then go see the movie, you had to first care about Harry Potter. That's how okay. you get into that. That's I just wasn't in the pattern of reading six books and then go see in a movie and being mad that the movie, <laughs> <laughs> I, it wasn't different. my. Yeah, okay. Because you had to be on the track. Harry Potter, then the Lemony Snicket stuff. Yep, then Twilight came. Oh, Twilight then Twilight. Them thick-ass books was on my nerves <laughs> in middle school. I never read one of them. I didn't read none of these books. Wow. Okay, well, um, I'm sorry that you didn't get to experience that part of adolescence. Um, I, I, you, I had you, a Tumblr. I, I noticed stuff. Oh, okay. What y'all didn't see was Alexis do that whistle and the three-finger salute. <laughs> I noticed stuff. I volunteer as tribute and all of that. Okay, okay, look at you knowing the key phrases and stuff. Okay. Rue dies. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. Rue does die. Okay. Spoiler, Spoiler if you haven't seen it 10 years <laughs> later, <laughs> Rue is dead. Anyway, um, back to Sella in the space. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't seen Hunger Games and stuff like that, I, you know, it excited me, the thought of it, because I, it's, it was a fresh idea to me. I never seen it. <laughs> wow, that's, you missed out on so many cult classics. That is crazy. <sighs> poppycock i don't need it <laughs> um i got god <laughs> you got god in your side Ooh, are you blessed and highly favored <laughs> yeah you better believe it yeah I know. Uh, <laughs> so yeah i i got excited by that in the beginning and from there i i enjoyed a lot of the views i really like seeing young, these young black folks on camera mm-hmm. um I, I like seeing the like creativity. I, there are a lot of things I liked about this movie. Same. 
Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to call out, because uh, this is, well, how do I say her name? Ta- is it Tayarisha? Taya? Uh, Tayarisha. I had to watch the interview because I didn't want to butcher her name when we went live. So it's pronounced, at least from what I saw in this interview, Tayarisha Poe. I hope oh, Tayarisha. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm ghetto. I'll mess it up. Tayarisha. Tayarisha. I'll mess it up. That, it's all cute. Yeah. <laughs> so Tayarisha uh, Poe. Poe. Mm-hmm. Young director, yeah? Yeah, this is her first feature. And oh, wow. I, yeah, this is not, like, bad coming out the gate at all. This is... Yeah. A, I think it's a great start, personally. Yeah. That's exciting. I realize that, you know, I'd never seen any of her work before. It's because she's just starting out, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I think, like, she's done some... I did, clearly, I really went into, like, the deep Google, like, black holes. I wanted to figure out everything I could about this movie. Um, yeah. She had, like, a few, like, short that premiered like a few years back and then this got picked up at Sundance last year and just kind of been like a whirlwind of success since then so shout out to well that's you. exciting and I am yeah. excited to see whatever else she shoots and writes in the future I'm a fan already yeah spoiler alert they're making this uh which is exciting for me into a series actually for Prime so here goes Jeff again getting his coin this is not the end apparently so all right well, look, I got all my pleasantries and well and like good intentions and well wishes out because I mean it genuinely. I mm-hmm. enjoy uh, Tyresha's vision um, yes. in this movie. I really do. But I do want to talk about some things that I, I didn't so much uh, uh, that weren't awesome. That weren't you, that you didn't <laughs> quite enjoy. Yeah. yeah. I, the thing is, I'm still a little. And maybe I got to rewatch it because I've only seen it once and I just finished watching it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was a little confused by the movie mostly, which is why I really wanted to hear like what you had gathered from it. Because I feel yeah. like I maybe just missed some stuff. Okay, yeah. So Let's, I, maybe I can fill in some holes for you if I think I, if I got something. Let's see. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I thought the the tone of the movie was really confusing for me. Mm. I I had a hard time following it. So like in the beginning they're given the rundown of the factions and what each like you know faction is into like what their business uh-huh. is. Right. And then afterwards it cuts to a, like a round table talk of the factions. Yes. But from there it doesn't establish what the tone and what the stakes are really. So like Hmm. I, I, I kind of could tell that Tyresha, uh, that the director was, you know, a young director, and mm-hmm. not, and I don't mean that in like a, like, um, like a sliding were, way or like, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no. I don't think like I didn't clock any like type of flaws or anything like that, like technical flaws or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just that young directors, like when you're making your first movie, you. Yeah pull out all the tricks there's no yeah. restraint <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is fine but it kind of when 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 people first do that and granted I've never directed a movie and the first time I do direct the movie I'm mm-hmm. gonna pull out all the tricks I'm we gonna, have to <laughs> I'm going to show out and it's yeah. not gonna help the movie <laughs> you know right it, so when when like first time directors do that, it kind of reads more like a portfolio. Not reads it views more like a 
portfolio of cinematography than mm-hmm. a cohesive mm-hmm. directed film. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. And the only reason I say it, the shots were good. There were several shots I was like, "Ooh, that's powerful, <laughs> that's right, girls?" I got. I took a few notes, and so I said, "Oh, I see how you did that. I like that." Yeah. Yeah. She pulled all tricks. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. One thing I loved was the, because it's like an old timey, like old, like this ivy on the walls of this school. Mm-hmm. It's an old timey uh, boarding school. Yeah, it's like a New England style, like Ivy League. It gives you like Harvard, like I yeah. guess American Hogwarts is the vibe. Yes. So like in those beginning scenes, the Poe, the director, really used a lot of like the library lamps. You know, the library lamps were like the green. Yeah. A lot of those. I love that. I thought that was very skillful. Thing is, a lot of the shots were missing information. Like Mm -hmm. the shot looks good, Mm -hmm. but it's like the transitions were um, confusing, a little disorienting. Uh Um, And the shots were like, missing information like I couldn't fill in how they got to this setting (laughs) or like (laughs) how long it took them to get here or like right right you know okay um so those are just some I think the director uh chose beautiful shots over functional shots and you really want both (laughs) okay yeah okay I could concede to that point but that's why I'm saying I'm so excited to see yeah. whatever she makes next because the girl's got talent. She does. We saw yeah. it. I was entertained. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. She shot the, the girl's beautiful. Lovey uh, Simone. Is that her name? Am I Simon? Yeah, uh, I believe it's Simone. Lovey Simone. She looked beautiful. Great. A beautiful young woman. Great. I mean, baby hair is laid. I said, oh, late. girl, I, <laughs> late. I'm sitting up in here looking like Tanya Baxter and all I wanted was. <laughs> I'm trying to get my hair braided. Sydney, look, beauty salons and barbershops is not essential businesses. You looking like Tanya Baxter. I'm looking like Frank Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a struggle all around. It is a struggle. Listen here, I've been answering all of my Zoom calls with my Tanya Baxter braids. And no one's going to tell me different because I'm not doing my hair every day. That's just not. Sydney, it's getting real quiet on my work Zoom calls because people is feeling real insecure. <laughs> quiet, sweetie. Quiet. Risha, please. Risha, please. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to just change my Zoom name to one more Carisha joke. I don't like oh that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't, I don't like Carisha that. having a good day. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. That's what I really like that. Um, I liked uh, uh, pretty much all of the shots that were taken. I was just a little, I, I had a hard time following yeah. some of the movie and following the motives and like true feelings of all the characters. Um, okay, I think I could break down some of that. I, or, I, I at least lay it on me, Sid. Yeah, I feel like, or let's just go into Sela's character just in herself, right? So I've, as uh, I think for me, I kind of l- watched this movie to like the film, I guess the my like 17 year old self and how much like I would have loved to have this come out when I was 17 years old. Like this is what like 
this combines so many things I was interested in at 17. Just like how a black girl. Crime? Not crime, but like, a bl- we're not going to talk about my uh, episode of or- <laughs> organized crime in the fifth grade. We won't do that. Oh, we'll get to it one day. Okay, yeah, we'll do it one day, but not today. Because I feel like I don't want to outnow uh, teachers and stuff. It may still be working. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> but I think, or at least the way I saw Sella's character is she wanted to be loved, but she always also wanted to be like hated and feared. And she couldn't find the balance of the two. It's just one or the other all kind of got in the way. And you saw it with like her relationship with Paloma. So like this new freshman, Sella's looking to groom a protege to take over her business once she graduates uh, after the spring or whatever. So like she gets too close to Paloma. And then she like realizes that homegirl is getting a little bit too like big for her britches right now, and I we gotta cut that where it's at. But also she gotta be hated too. She her best friend Maxie Jarrell's character. He's like you know been her role dog day one since they got to the school however many years ago, and she cuts him loose like it was nothing, nothing, nothing at all. And I think I, a part of it also because even seeing her like relationship with her mother, she may not just you know being like critical on herself and like just trying to figure out if I, if I detach myself enough from people, I don't have to, you know, really like not wanting to get too close to anyone at all. Yeah. But like to to protect herself, protect herself. Right. Kind of like how um, people think that like, we know Rihanna, like we think we know so much about her life, but we really don't. Rihanna only gives us so much and, but she still seems so personable and like the friendly celebrity who you can just like kick it with but it'll never happen. Yeah. The question I have for you, you're, you know, it's just you and me on this. You got me? Yeah. Uh, It's just you and me on this zoom call and you are the heterosexual expert. So I need your perspective on something. Yeah. Was there not queer sexual tension between Paloma and Sella? Yes. I I I saw that immediately. No, I saw it immediately. Why did I do that? I don't know, but I saw it immediately, especially like, cause look, Maxie got with his little girlfriend and Sella wasn't tripping. Like he can do whatever you want with this little girl who cares. Uh, but you know, yeah. then she talks to Paloma about how she has no interest in dating or getting close to any of the, like the boys on campus. And like, that's just how I'm rocking with things right now. But you could tell something was there. Like, she yeah. was kinda, like and that's a very stranger under her wing just like that out of nowhere and why that's a very like high school gay sentiment as well like a high school lesbian sentiment to be like oh god i just uh, why do i hate boys so much yeah (laughs) (laughs) girl i'll tell you why (laughs) because i was thinking i was like 17 year old me was mm -mm." i was trying to i was trying to get a mm I was not not thinking about the boys at 17. I'll just put it like that. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that any 17-year-old girl who doesn't want to kiss boys is gay. But, yeah. like, the context, the subtext was so strong, and it yeah. went nowhere. Like, they never addressed it. They never, like, like, like setting. I thought at the end when, oh, no spoilers, you know. We want people yeah. to see well, this. this. Yeah, this came out like last week, so we'll, we'll keep it. Yeah, here. we'll give y'all some time. Yeah. <laughs> give me a couple of weeks. We're gonna we're gonna, we gonna talk about it on Twitter though. We're <laughs> gonna fire it out. <laughs> I I thought you know at the climax of the movie that Paloma would be like, and I feel this way about you, and you're toying with me. 
And like, because mm-hmm. that's what was going on. Or I, I actually thought that uh, Jarell Jerome's character, um, yeah. Maxi, would say that as well. Mm, to Sella. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. It felt like Sella was trying to like pull away from everybody to protect herself. So mm. it would have made sense if she had like her and Maxi had romantic feelings, but she pulled away from that. Right. And then ran to Paloma only for Paloma to also have feelings for her. And then mm-hmm. like that would have made sense. Yeah, but yeah. it never got addressed. And I was so confused by that because the tone was so strong. Right. Like it was it went out of its way to yeah. make them gaze at each other gaily. And they did. <laughs> like when they first go up to Sella's room um, and she's like getting changed or whatever. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Because it's like, it's eerily quiet in the bedroom. Like you don't hear mm-hmm. anybody like roaming through the halls. It's just kind of like them talking and, and breathing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So you get is, the audio of them. Yeah. Yeah. This is tense. So. Or even there's a scene where um, Paloma's just like sleeping next to Sella like the same way like you go to your friend's dorm room and you just fall asleep in your book <laughs> like yep. it's no big deal mm-hmm. except they it was gay when they did it though <laughs> that's different you know uh-huh. it's like it's this energy you remember last week when I was saying that like it's just something that directors do it's really hard to do mm. where you capture chemistry on like a like that like unspoken you know that they just have this thing mm-hmm. and last week trey haley couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. uh always a bridesmaid yeah and Ty- tyresha accidentally did it or 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 did it on purpose and just purpose. didn't follow through or yeah because yeah. she nailed it <laughs> like she nailed the the whole yearning longing thing uh-huh but it didn't. That's why I was excited in the beginning. I was like, "Ooh, and they gay, bitch." <laughs> they not, I guess. I don't or, know. Or do we know? I don't know. Or maybe because even the ending to me was just so like, okay, like cool. I don't feel very complete. But then after finding out that Amazon is planning to turn it into like a, a series, I don't know if that was like done on purpose to make mm-hmm. the ending just feel like okay. Well, I guess that's it, and they're gonna try and figure out this friendship or whatever they got right now i don't know yeah i don't know if that's purposeful maybe she'll explore that their relationship more i don't know you know what i you said you liken it to mean girls meets godfather yeah i liken it to mean girls meets dear white people Hmm. like the series or the movie girl what's the difference oh because the series kind (laughs) of took that weird turn of like the black illuminati Thing coming that up, wasn't so that I, weird. The last season was pretty good. No, it was good. I'm just saying that, like, that's how I, I think of the factions as like that underground Illuminati circle they got at this. Oh point. no, I saw. The, well, I guess I mean the movie then, because the factions of like how they so clearly established each dorm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Which is that's what kind of what I was missing about the factions <laughs> in. Um, I wanted it to be kind of like the like the wire, like the kids running this underground thing. I wanted to see uh-huh. Jesse Williams, the principal. I wanted to see him like trying to catch their stuff, and they're just doing sneaky yeah. stuff. And then there's like the, I I just I wanted like them to pull off some big scheme. That that's what it felt like it was setting up, and that's yeah. not the way the movie. Um, that's not what the movie's actually about. Right, it's not. 
which I think maybe we can blame Jeff Bezos because um, <laughs> he's the only employee of Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can blame Jeff Bezos because the rollout was very Mean Girls. The rollout was. was very, look at this high school teen drama. And it, yeah. it kind of cheapened what I think Tyresha was trying to do. Because mm. it made me just expect a teen, like, Cold oh, classic. kids are in okay. mischief. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that. It isn't. Yeah. But I don't know. I still, and I feel like I just felt some way just through like nostalgia's sake, like thinking, man, I wish I could have saw a black girl running stuff when I was 17. It's cool to see it at 24, but like, oh, I'm not in high school <laughs> no more. So who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good for those girls. I'm, I mean, it is. I was it's about to say, I'm going to see if my niece watched it, but she shouldn't be watching this. She kind of, yeah, she's too young. She's too young to be watching. She gonna, she's going to, but. I, she shouldn't be watching this. I mean, yeah, I watched stuff at 13 I probably should have been watching. And, it, you know, well, I feel like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I came out fine. Yeah, I'm okay. You did. You know one opinion I did have about the factions and Cella? Mm-hmm. I think Cella would have been more, it would have been more believable for me if Cella was running the, like, help you cheat on your test faction. That would have really? been more believable. Than, Why? I couldn't buy Lovey Sling and Coke. I just couldn't you buy it. You don't think so? Why not? <laughs> oh, I didn't <laughs> buy it. I didn't buy it. Really? <laughs> no, you you can't it. see her roughing up the boys in the hallway? Like, you, where is my no. money? You you short. Like, I, you can't see that? She's the, the as, like, her look is so, like, prim that it, it's so, like, crisp that's and the prim. Point. I guess, but all of them, I don't know. And why do they don't wear uniforms at this school? They don't. Yeah, they all, that's a good point. Yeah, only time we saw her in a uniform was her, like, prep school, her prep squad thing. Yeah. But yeah, they don't wear uniforms. <laughs> I did, I wish I would have, there was an interesting scene, which I think uh, a more critical person would just think was bad, but I'm still toying with it, and I think I like this scene, where... At the height of Sella's stress, the mm-hmm. cheer team she's on, the, the squad, yeah, does a full choreography, a full cheer, yeah. silently. All you can hear is like them the stomping. Claps. Yeah, like claps. that video of Allison Stoner from the VMAs when they got the yes. sneaker squeaks. <laughs> Except it, yeah. not funny, because that yeah. I was that's funny. That's that was funny. No, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I thought that was really interesting and that like and I think that's because as you know I'm a fan of Spike Lee's weirder movies mm-hmm. yes you and are that was a very like uh similar type of tactic where you go oh wait but why but yeah. why not why not <laughs> so yeah she which all- she can't even like concentrating here we just seeing through her perspective through her lens like her life is I mean you know theoretically being flushed down the toilet you know 17 year old we're all angsty and trying to figure out stuff so it's you know my only thing with the prep squad and I feel like they should take me up on this idea because I think it's gold um it it would put on a lot of other black girls as well they need to let uh our good sis young bbq choreograph some of the routines (laughs) (laughs) I think that would take this up to the next level that would really I I want to we need to see the bbq swerve on the the series. That's I've been trying to teach myself to be BBQ Swerve. I got it I'm down. I'm having a good time. I know oh, you do. I've I got seen it. You so, do it. Yeah, when, we, when we get back out, <laughs> I'm BBQ with Swerve <laughs> all through 
the streets of New York and I can't. You going BBQ swerve down Lennox, bro? Yeah, Lennox <laughs> Avenue. On my way to the train, walking to work. If somebody getting on my nerves, I'm going to BBQ swerve out the conference room. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I got to catch up with you then. Yeah. Look, look also, you just a, a nod to you saying when we get back out, y'all. We are still producing this pod happily and excitedly, mm-hmm. and we were very excited for when we can get back in the studio and get back to drinking outside. Because yeah. I'll tell you, the bar in my kitchen, they boring. They boring. only got one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, mm, my, we running out. We running low, my bar, and they haven't restocked, so it's really mm, like slim picking. That's ghetto. It's ghetto. Uh, they, they need to know their customer base. Yeah, it's ghetto. It's like... <laughs> Barely got ice cubes most of the time. It's kind of, you know. Yeah. I went to the liquor store this week to get wine. Mm-hmm. And I, I decided to step it up a bit. Instead of a $9.99 bottle, I went, I went ahead and got a couple of $13.99 bottles. Look at you. Yeah. Stepping it up. Look at you. That's a big jump. Them $4 big when it comes yeah. to wine. <laughs> I didn't think I made a whole switch because I've been, I've been a... I've been doing my, you know, fifteen twenty dollar bottle. Uh, ooh, yeah, I girl, you, ooh. Look, I, I got a little extra spending money because we got a little stimulus check. Girl, so, stimulate. I'm stimulate the sis. the economy. That's what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. look. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I I think that's all I have to say on selling in the space. I enjoyed this. I think it was playful and young mm-hmm. and um, bright. And yeah. I thought I thought everybody came and it felt like everybody in the project was down to make this. Like I feel like everyone had the same vision of what the yeah. movie was gonna be. Yeah. And I I liked it. You know, um, like I said, there are a few like I, I think charming uh, directorial choices. That mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, if Tyresha made the same choices again, I'd still be watching. I'd still be into it. Because if you same. if you make the choices again, it's, it's deliberate. And now I'm it like, is. ooh, look at her style. Yep, it is. <laughs> and, you know, I like anything uh, where they got a black girl in the front, in the forefront running stuff. So yeah. that that was already like my hook line and sinker. I remember when a trailer or like when the first look images had dropped, like after Sundance, and I sent them to you. I was like, oh, this. This is gonna be it. I can't wait to see this. You did, and my expectations were they were high and they were met, and I enjoyed it. I will be watching it again, probably you Mm -hmm. know, this weekend at some point, uh, just to get you know get back through it again. And I I was very happy with it. So shout out to Miss Lovey. I hope you continue, just act down and consist. You about to get all the awards, the the Emmys, the Oscars, the BET Awards, because they matter, the NAACP Awards. Why you it's had to put that caveat on it? If they matter, you ain't got to say it. Think <laughs> about it. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dundies. You go. <laughs> the Stellars. The... Yeah, you're right. You're right. We can edit that out. You, you do your trick. Hey, editing that out. I ain't cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you gonna do me like that? Yes. <laughs> Look, you, you. Hey, speaking of acting. Yeah. You know what time it is. What time is it? <clears throat> Sydney. Who came to act? Who came to act? 
became the act. And you know, this, uh, I, I try and be thoughtful in my uh, nominations for this category. I really do. Um, uh, the cast for this is small and not everyone has like very large roles. So I, you know, I feel like the answer, or at least my nomination is going to be very obvious. But, um, you know, I'll give some context on, you know, why I came to this, you know, conclusion. So I would like to nominate Miss Lovey Simone, as I just went on a whole tirade on all the awards she's going to win eventually, um, yeah. for this week's Who Came to Act title. There are a few things. The one thing that really brought me over, so there's like a scene, uh, she comes back from her dorm room after they, you know, got a ruffle kid up for being a snitch. Um, oh and... <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to drop a dime on the operation. You can't do that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I've been watching a wire too, so I, I, I know <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> drop a dime. <laughs> anyway, and she is stressed out. She had earlier, like um, I feel like was this before? Anyway, so she's back in her dorm room. It's like blue light. It's nighttime, and I hate to say it, you know, black girls do look fine under blue light to go against my queen but anyway oh um, wait that's a deep cut yeah <laughs> everybody don't know that one they don't know that one sydney what are you talking about so you know a few years ago i think this is beyond she was doing uh i feel like this was for the live show that she was doing at Beyonce was doing at Roseland, I think. Anyway, it was a very small venue. Only um, you would know. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, she's doing like a very intimate concert. This is like post I Am Sasha Fierce in like the early days of four. And they are setting up stage lighting and they put our sis under blue light. And she, oh. that wasn't the look we were going for. The stage is all white, mind you. And Beyonce goes, mm -mm, you can't, you can't put black girls on the blue light. We don't look good like that. <laughs> wait, <laughs> that's your B impression? Oh, wait. <clears throat> I, gotta, I gotta get it right. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> you can't, you can't put black girls on the blue light. We don't, we don't look good like that. And that's how, that's <laughs> That's how it went down. And to this day, don't try and photograph me or record me under no blue light because I'm a black girl. And Beyonce told me that I don't look, that's not cute. And I want to be cute under all the Oh. And oh, and then Miss Tyresha has Ms. proven Tyresha, queen wrong. She, yeah. I mean, but we also saw this in Moonlight because, you know, black, oh, yeah. boys look, black boys look blue in Moonlight and they did look good. They still look fine. We saw oh. it in Belly too. Yes, we did. Oh, but Belly was. I don't want to get it. We can talk about that later. That's a different thing. But yeah, yeah maybe I don't. I look. If ever you get to meet Beyonce, you have to ask her like what type of blue light she was talking about because she I can't think, be wrong. Right, and I think it's just stage lighting is what she mm, meant. Okay. So like, if you're on stage performing live and you're recording that, because she put this out as like a film, don't put me under blue light because it's not going to translate well. That's what I think Got the people it. saying. And so she technically hasn't been proven wrong just yet, but. Just a note for the girls out there. If you're being yeah. photographed and things under blue light, just remember, you know, think about Beyonce and do you really look good right now under this blue light? Just think about that. Ask yourself those questions. You know, just nice. A, just a pro tip. Just a pro tip. Well, look, Miss uh, Tyresha 
captured lovey really good in that blue light really good yeah there's because she like just stares into the camera and she looks distressed and like this is like her breaking point and i said oh sis i remember that feeling like at 17 i'm like i'm angsty like i had this whole new life ahead of me i'm trying to figure out like you know what does this high school thing even mean for real and like your parents are down your back because you got college stuff coming up and i'm about to leave and i'm scared but my god i'm ready to go and you see all of that and that one look that she gives in the camera and i said oh that's it right there she just captured all of that right there and that's why i'm nominated lovey for who came to act strong nomination sid i accept that nomination thank you thank you i know last week we had a little tiff uh <laughs> look I had, I had to be honest last yeah. week i accept this nomination i am going to do something for the first time though yeah let's do it a runner-up Ooh, ooh! <laughs> Lovey wins. Lovey wins the Who Came to Act award. Mm-hmm. She's got mm-hmm. it. I want to offer up a runner-up. Please, I would love to hear your perspective. The little white girl came to act. Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm not giving awards to white women on this show because that's not yeah. what we do. That's not what we do here. The white girl came to act. Okay. <laughs> look, look, the scene with um, they're in like her dressing room and Paloma's like standing by. No, that was. That was very, she, well done. The girl was giving what we needed. She's giving, yes, that's true. She, she did good. She did, she did do that. I, so and I know exactly how you got there. You see, I was, I paid attention. I said, oh, this is, okay, I get that. Okay. Exactly. I can, I can accept the runner up. We just, um, you know, it's off the record. <laughs> it's off the record. No, she doesn't, we don't, we're not going to print it out or anything. Yeah, it won't be, yeah, we won't. It's not going to be on the IG, just won't. But, you know, Honorary. Honorary, yeah. <laughs> for you, sis. All right, look, that, that's our thoughts on Selling the Spades. Selling um, the Spades. Loved it. Definitely go watch that. If you already give Jeff Bezos your money every month for Prime, go and stream it. It's okay. good, and apparently there'll be a series. Yeah, so we'll see uh, whenever they can start filming on that. Who knows when it'll yeah. come out, but looking forward to it when it does. All right. Well, cool. After this break, we're going to come back and we're going to get into our next segment, <laughs> which I, I think we're titling it On Second Watch. <laughs> On Second Watch. Perfect. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, we are back. And our, this is our first time doing this segment called on second watch <laughs> yes this is this is where uh either me or sid we pick a movie to rewatch, and mm-hmm. we feel way different about it on second watch than the first so an old classic movie that you watched growing up you thought was really really good and on second watch it's not that good or <laughs> a movie that everyone hates so that you really didn't like the first time but on second watch they're on to something. <laughs> Loved it. Five star, right. five star. <laughs> this week, Sydney is, has picked out a movie for On Second Watch. Mm-hmm. And go ahead and tell us what's up, Sid. What's going on? Yeah, I think this is the perfect timing for us to discuss this film. It always gets a whole lot of conversation and debates going on around it. So 20 years ago, Gina Prince Bythewood gave us the Black Classic that is love and basketball starring some of our faves omar epps 
and Sanaa Lathan. We've all seen Love and Basketball five, ten, a hundred times. Yes. I mean, BET plays it like every week. It's, it's always yeah. on TV. We've all seen it. Yeah. But the thing is, well, we were talking about this on Twitter, um, on our Twitter, and we, mm-hmm. we played a good game of One Gotta Go. And everybody, oh it was black classic movies, and everybody said Love and Basketball, easy. <laughs> like, people calling it trash, people saying it <laughs> wasn't good. Oh, it wasn't Blast a good love miss. story. It wasn't good. Like what, Sydney? What is your on second watch for this? What What did you think when you first watched it, and what do you mm-hmm. think when you watch it now? Okay, so when I first watched it, I was like probably preteen, teenager, so like thirteen, fourteen. Um, and you know, like looking from like from a kid's perspective, it's like, oh, look at this cute, like beautiful love story about like this teenage love, and that's what you imagine what high school would be like. Even though by the time we was in high school, it was like completely different we were in high school in the 2010s this they were in high school in like the 80s or something i don't know um so not not the case so you just kind of look at it through these rose colored glasses you're like this is what high school is supposed to be like i want to go to a dance and do the you know do a slow jam with my Mm -hmm. basketball man you know you got a lot of great a lot of great gems in this movie um but on second watch i realized the genius that is Miss Gina Prince by <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the, this movie is so much more than just uh, the love story between uh, Monica and Quincy's characters. It's so much more. We are going into these different familial relationships. So between Monica and her mother, Alfred Woodard, between Quincy and his father, between their parents and their marriage and how that's influenced their life with Monica and her big sister. I mean, there's so much to unravel here. People, mm-hmm. I think people are just looking at it like, okay, this unrealistic love story. Well, that's what all romant- romantic movies are. Nobody yeah. is really living in a romantic fantasy. Movie is fantasy. It's not supposed to be realistic all the time, people. It's most, supposed to make you feel good, make you think. And that's what mm-hmm. this movie does. So. Fair. That's, and I think that is a, I don't see how people get such different conclusions about the movie. Here's right. the thing. People, especially as the queers, I'm re- I represent the gays in this conversation right now, mm-hmm. is that, you know, we all want such, you know, that deep connection, the yearning, the longing, all of that. Right. And I think that movie delivers on that yes. quite well. Yes. But and there's so many different, what, yes, please continue, because I get very yeah, excited about the, this film. We're on the same page. The yeah. thing is, it works. The movie is a good love story. The mm-hmm. movie is a perfect coming of age story. And when yes. you look at it like that, it is, mm-hmm. it is perfect. We get several, like a whole act of the movie of Monica just coming into herself without yes. Quincy. She goes to Spain. She, mm-hmm. you know, She's doing all of this. She never was like, oh, I need a man. It wasn't, she didn't need a man. She needed a man, yeah. wanted Quincy. She didn't, it wasn't like she was looking for a man. It's, that was her love. So she wanted him. Yes. Did she have to take somebody else's man via a basketball game? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Was he the best man for her? No. Probably not. No. But the thing is, she made that choice. She did. 
She did. She made that choice. Yeah. Okay. And if it was the other way around where he was going back to get her, nobody would question it because it's a man right. doing the pursuit. Because he's making the grand gesture. He's he's playing for her heart, not the mm-hmm. other way around. We're not going to do, you know, the up for five and I'm going I'm to yeah. not walk down the aisle in two days because yeah. of this game. That's not going to happen. No. no. It would have been a whole nother conversation. The movie was good. And I'm, I'm, frankly, you're being much more patient than I am sitting. I'm tired of the debate. We're, yeah. We are done with this. We are settling this. Love and Basketball is it. a good movie. It deserves to be a Black classic. Mm-hmm. It is in the Black Criterion. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Criter- that's a cute name, Criterion. Criterion? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You don't think that's cute for a boy? Not- Criterion? Yeah. I mean, like, mm. I went to school with an Octavian. Shout out to Tavion. Shout out, Big Tavion. That's a cute nickname, Big Tavo, Tavion. But, like, what would be Criterion's nickname? Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. Oh, I guess if you do it like that, yeah, Tyrion, I guess. I mean, if that's what you like. You don't got no taste. All right. That is our first <laughs> installment, our first segment of on second watch. We are done defending love and basketball. It's done. good. Go rewatch it. Tweet us. Tell us what you think. Yes. If it is positive. <laughs> Only got, if it's positive. <laughs> we got all your negative tweets last week. And yes, we are we tired did. of it. And if you don't, if you don't have a positive tweet, explain. And I wanted an MLA. I wanted an actual, an actual explanation. Defend your thesis. I want Mm -hmm. a real explanation on why you did not enjoy this film. What, Mm -hmm. what did you not like about it? Yes. We know that Quincy and Monica, they weren't good boyfriend. They were young. They were 18 and 19. Who is really a good boy, a partner at 18 and 19? Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Exactly. It's good. It's good. So look, that's all we got to say on that. <laughs> we appreciate y'all uh, sitting, like, listening and uh, chiming in and giving your feedback, giving your reviews, your thoughts on these movies. Um, go watch Sella and the Spades. Please. It was good. It's good. I'm, I'm going to rewatch it again. And on I'll second watch, I'll probably again. like it even more, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, go yep. watch that. Rewatch Love and Basketball if, you, if you're feeling for nostalgia and you want to start some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hit us up. You can find us on Twitter at TNCC Pod. We're on Instagram and Facebook at New Chitlin Circuit. Chitlin, spelled like how it's always spelled C A H I T L I N. Hit us up there. Any love and basketball slander will be removed. I'm, I'm just going, I'm going to say it up front. You can say it, but you better defend it. And if it's not defending it, it's, it's out so subscribe give us those five stars on I apple podcast stitcher wherever you be listening and stay at home please stay home and keep washing your hands and disinfecting your groceries and if you are going outside only for essential items i'm about to do my new york city um psa please oh. make sure that you stay at least six feet away from other persons if you want Well, I'm in D.C. and Mayor Bowser just said, bitch, don't try it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, (laughs) y'all.